and welcome to another episode of Force for Growth. I am Courtney. Today, we're going to be talking about passion, one of the greatest subjects of all time. And we're just going to dissect this and dive deeper. We all hear this term passion all the time, right? But what is it? What does it mean? What does it mean to each of us? So I pulled some definitions for you. According to Webster, it is a strong feeling of enthusiasm or excitement for something. But if you've been listening to us, you know we like to pull the psychological definition too. So the psychology dictionary says that passion is a severe, driving, or all-consuming sensation or conviction. All-consuming. So I really want to highlight that. I like that. All-consuming and conviction. That fire you up just hearing that? Like, what does that do to your body when you hear that definition versus maybe the Webster definition or maybe if you just think passion is finding your why, which we'll get into that. Your why does have a point to it, but we're not going to stay surface level on this. So I have a few questions for you. So if you are watching, if you're listening, take out your journal and just jot these down or jot them down to journal on later, but a few questions. So we're not going to get into the meat and potatoes yet. I just want to know what in your life fills you up and what makes you feel drained. Very simple question. Don't overthink it. Take out your notebook and you would write a list of like, these things fill me up. These things bring me joy, happiness. And then these things make me feel drained. They make me feel like I don't have any energy at the end of the day. They make me feel like I'm not contributing, etc. Okay. And just keep going. Maybe time yourself, give yourself five minutes. And it's kind of sort of like a pros and cons list for what is on your actual plate of your life right now. But this is a very powerful exercise. So you can learn a lot about what naturally gives you joy or what you naturally resent when you do that exercise. So that's a great one. I'd I'd say do it once a month at least. But my second question is, is something your passion or is it someone else's passion? And a lot of us have been going on for 20 years living maybe our parents' passion or maybe trying to make a dream work that's not our dream anymore. So I just want to pause and remind you guys that that's okay. Like people change and people are meant to change. We're meant to grow. We're meant to evolve, right? So if your passions grow and evolve, that's not a bad thing. You're not giving up on something if that's truly allowing you to clear space and shift to something or maybe a new path that you want. So you got to stay honest with yourself. So is it your passion or someone else's? My third question for you is what do you do when you procrastinate? When you have something to do, you keep putting it off, putting it off, putting it off. And I'm not really referring to laying there watching TV. Okay. That's the one thing you can't really say. But basically, you know, like for example, I will sit there and make little tinctures or make little like hydrosols or make do herbal things when I'm trying to maybe have a deadline for something else, right? So pay attention to what you do when you're putting off doing what you have deadlines for, okay? And I'm not saying procrastinate on everything, but your drive to procrastinate holds clues and it holds clues into where your creative paths are or maybe where your natural abilities are or what your undiscovered passions are. So just pay attention to that. Let's see. My fourth question for you is what did you want to be when you grow up? And I don't care if you're watching this and you're 80 years old. 
you can still be anything you want to be when you grow up. Okay. But what was it? Did you want to be a rock star? Did you want to be a firefighter? Did you want to be a pilot? Like what crazy thing? Nothing's crazy. Uh, what crazy thing did you want to do when you were a kid? And weave that into, or maybe look at what you do now. Is there anything that maybe resembles that? Is there a similar trait? You know, you might be a teacher now and you wanted to be a rock star when you were younger, but you still are standing in crowd in front of a crowd of people having an influence on their lives. So just look for the simul- similarities there. I'm getting tongue-tied. Look for what's similar and go with that and just really emphasize to yourself how you could be fulfilling your childhood dream, even though you might not be giving yourself credit for it. And that will bring some passion back or that's the goal. So, so just be sure to listen to the feedback. That is such a huge deal. And we talk about that a lot here. And we're not talking about the feedback of other people's opinions or the feedback of, you know, literally sound quality. We're talking about what does your gut tell you? What does your heart tell you in these moments? Okay. What's important? What's not? What's your priority? What do you do when you procrastinate? These are all feedback. So listen, listen, listen. Another thing we need to talk about is what holds us back. And what holds us back from discovering our passions, living our passions, having the courage to actually go after them. And we live in an interesting world, don't we? So it's things like, you know, does the status quo hold you back? Are you trying to keep up with the Joneses? Are you trying to live this life or buy these material things that don't make you happy? You know, I don't know who said it originally, so I have to look it up now because I'm about to say it. But, you know, money doesn't make you happy, but everyone wants to find out for themselves, right? I first heard Tony Robbins say that, but I'm sure someone said it before. It's true, but we all tend to go on this personal path and this personal journey to find the next step. And, you know, or maybe we think, well, that won't happen to me. I'll get rich and I'll be happy, you know. But at the same time, you really have to dissect what that means and that money's not going to make you happy. The status quo is not going to make you happy. Maybe getting recognition from others does feel good because it does. And that's part of something we need as humans, right? But if you live your life based on that, I mean, honey, you're screwed. And there's no other way to put it because you're never going to get to a point where you're satisfied with yourself. And you're never going to get to a point where you can just try something new find a new passion and go after it because you have all these chains to this other lifestyle that you've built that doesn't even make you happy, okay? So it's a big deal. Other people's opinions. Just because other this holds so many people back from even discovering their passions but vocalizing their passions, right? Like, you know, at least probably half the world is gonna judge you if you open your mouth and say something. It's just a fact, you guys, like, We can avoid it. We can try to be people pleasers, but, you know, people pleasers tend to attract a lot of takers. So if you are living your life or building your passions or pursuing your passions based off what other people think, just a reminder that that's them projecting their fears onto you. That has nothing to do with your capabilities. It has nothing to do with your skills, nothing to do with your drive, with your heart. It just has to do with what limitations they feel they have. And they're sharing that with you. But it comes across as, oh, you shouldn't do that. It comes across as a worried mother. It comes across as a friend that's like, you know what? I'm going to play devil's advocate here. And it is is helpful to look at both sides of things. I'm not saying go into things blindly. But give yourself a shot. 
actually give yourself a shot and be okay with whatever they say. Say it out loud and be okay with whatever that reaction is because you know. And that's where we're trying to get you to. Your opinions are my third point that hold you back. Your opinions of yourself. And look, if you don't think it's possible to have your passion become a real career, it never will. It's that simple. So if you are telling yourself things like, oh, that'll never happen, or oh, I tried this once and it didn't work, or, you know, fill in the blank. If you have this repetitive limiting belief on loop about what your passion is, that's why you don't have it. That's why it's still hard. That's why there is friction there. That's why there's resistance there. You're literally building walls and walls and walls and partitions in between what you want because you think it's not possible. And so life has a way of coming in and shaking things up or kind of reigniting our passions after really hard traumatic times or really, you know, questionable times. I think we all had a questionable 2020 where we rediscovered things about ourselves. That's a good thing. That's a good thing. That's going to happen in life. You know, you're never not going to have curveballs. You're going to have to figure out how to have tools and resources to work through that. But if you are sure, if you know what you're after and what's in your heart and what you're passionate about, you're going to naturally prioritize things better. You're going to naturally say no to the things that don't serve you. You're going to naturally clear that stuff off your plate that drains you and drains your energy and drains your love for the world and turns you into this bitter person. So, All of these are choice and it's just a really hard thing whenever somebody says like, find your passion, find your why. Like, what does that even mean? You know, like that's such a deep question and people treat it like a surface level thing. That's honestly one of my biggest pet peeves with the coaching world right now. And I think it's a beautiful, beautiful thing that there are so many people out there who want to help folks find their passion but I think a lot of them haven't discovered their own passion themselves. And they're just trying to follow maybe some, a trendy industry or, you know, follow something that's gotten real popular over the last few years. And some are amazing and some don't last long. And that's why, because they don't have that passionate energy. So, okay, let's see. Oh, you, this is one of my favorite points of all. Just jump in the pool. Just try it out. Just discover. Because all those folks that are judging you, and around you and projecting their fears onto you, you're going to encourage them. So if somebody if somebody says something to you while you're talking about your dream and they're like, well, there was this one time I did this or, you know, well, I don't want to bring rain on your parade or anything, but, you know, and all these comments that follow that, they're telling you what they're scared of. They're telling you what they are scared of to take the next step or to find, do something that they're passionate about. And you'll encourage them. You'll encourage them. And okay, so I'll tell an example on this. So I recently moved to Colorado about six weeks ago, and it has been nerve wracking. It's been gratifying. It's been beautiful. Like it's been all of that. Um, Not everything's fallen completely into place, but it will. But I chased something that I knew I was passionate about and an adventure I wanted to go on. And I wanted to live in a cabin in the woods and just see if I can make things work, you know? And The comment I've gotten the most is so many people that are like, I wish I would have done that. I wish I would have done that before I had kids. I wish I would have done that before I started my career. I wish, I wish, I wish, I wish, I wish. I don't want you to live an I wish lifestyle. I don't want you to ever say, I wish I had done this, okay? 
And so it's, I'm not saying jumping and moving is for everybody. Absolutely not. But what in your life are you holding off that fits in that category? Or what are you telling people, you know, I wish I would have done that and trying to encourage them without encouraging yourself. Like, look at that. You're prioritizing somebody else over you. For those that do have kids, you know, I'll be honest, I don't have children, so I'm not about to sit here and tell you how to parent. But one thing I do know is if you can show your children that living your passion, going after what lights you up instead of settling for that mundane job, instead of settling for this. And I know security is important and it's triple important when you have children, but don't you want your children to see you showing up passionate every day and pursuing something and making that an income source? And then, you know, of course, having more time with them, there's so many benefits that come with that, but you really got to understand you, you shouldn't be teaching your children or your friends or anyone around you to be mediocre. And when you live that, I wish, I wish, I wish lifestyle, you're teaching them to be mediocre. And really the only factor missing is passion, you know? And if you can keep that in the forefront of your brain and the forefront of your life, you're going to prioritize passion. And if you prioritize passion, you know, how can you not live a fulfilling life? Because that's what you're always going to be after. And the clarity that is there, your brain will automatically clear up and verify what is and is not meant for you. Okay, which means you'll spend a lot more time on the paths you're meant to. And so I just really think it's a ticket. And let's see some reminders that I wanted to share. Okay, I'll remind you again, because it's doubly important when other people's judge you, they're just projecting their fears onto you. It has nothing to do with you. And I say this with love as a recovering people pleaser. Okay, there are three categories of things. There's my business. There's what I can control. There's what I can do. It's how I can show up, you know. Then there's your business, what you think of me, what you're thinking right now. I don't know. I can't control that. And then there's God's business. So my business, your business, God's business. You can only control one of those, okay? There's some fake things that are going to happen. Some stuff's going to happen to our entire world. We can't change that. I can't change what you think of me. I'm not wasting any energy on trying to, you know? So if I wasted energy on trying to control what everyone thought of me, like I'd never have energy for anything. I'd never have passion for anything. I would be so resentful of the world and just wouldn't find that love in daily moments and daily gratitude, things like that. So don't let yourself get caught in that trap. Also, if you are justifying things, shout out to a previous episode we did recently. If you're justifying things, you have an internal conflict most likely between your subconscious and your conscious where it's like, or your head and your your heart and your gut are in two different levels. So it's like your heart knows, but your head's trying to come in being really logical and being like, oh, but that's a bad idea. And last time this didn't work and da da da, da. Both are right, but you got to pick and decide which one you're going to give priority to and double down on, okay? But if you are justifying things to yourself or to others, there's already conflict there. Okay, so there's your sign. <laughs> sit down. You need to sit in time out. You need to journal on it. Why do I feel this is a weird thing? Or why am I scared to do this? If you look fear in the eye, it turns into something else. We're humans. We're never going to stop having fear, right? I love Joseph McClendon III's quote about, it's not about learning to be fearless. It's just learning how to live a life to fear less. Because that really puts it in perspective about what's realistic. Being a fearless human, that's not realistic and that's not sustainable. You might have a great little season of it, but come on, 
you're going to have real human emotions. So you need real human tools to pivot that, right? So um, be careful of that, Dustin. And just be willing to try something on like a pair of pants. I love this one. This is one Ricardo taught me years ago. Just be willing to try it on. You know, when you're walking, ladies, through a store and you see something that you might like, you know, let's say it's a blouse or a dress and it could fit you beautifully. It could fit you terribly. You don't know until you try it on, right? But you don't pressure yourself as like, oh, I have to buy this to, I have to commit fully to go to the dressing room. No, you just walk that piece of clothing into the dressing room. You try it on, you make a quick decision, a snap decision. Quick decisions are a ticket to a lot. Um, on that note, as I'd say, that could be its own subject on its own is making decisions quicker. But you allow yourself to try something on and make a decision and move on. That's it, right? And just be willing to try things on like a pair of pants, you know? And if it's something you've never tried, but you've always been intrigued of, just try it on. Just see how it feels. And it's not near as intimidating as we're making it. And trust me, I am like, I've suffered from a lot of analysis paralysis, so I can make the most simple thing the most complicated, okay? That is a skill I must have been born with. But you, you got to flip it. You got to make things simple. Keep it simple, sunshine, okay? I don't like to keep it simple, stupid. Keep it simple, sunshine. And the more simple you can make things, the more your brain will operate in that way. Whereas if you are now, you are in analysis paralysis, you know, your body's going to do that with everything. It's going to question everything. It's going to question your job. It's going to question your marriage. Are your kids okay? Or this, or this, like keep it simple. And it's not always going to be easy and it's not always going to be that simple. But if you are conditioning yourself constantly to make it that simple and to show up in a way where you're energized and you're in passion, it's going to happen naturally. So some quotes I'm going to leave you with. So Oprah says, passion is energy. Feel the power that comes from focusing on what excites you. Oprah has a lot of good quotes on passion. I'll be honest, there are many, but I really love this one because she talks about passion as energy. And if you don't know where to start, and if you're hearing this and you're like, well, I don't know what my passion is, Courtney. Like, I have no idea. Like, where, where, where's the first stair step? Because I'm, you're talking like 10 up. Just focus on getting more energy. Just hone in on what actually energizes you. Back to the question number one I asked, what fills you up and what drains you, okay? And focus on that until you learn more. And then you'll be ready to kind of look at it more and take the next step. So just focus on energy first if you're not sure and then move on. Another one I loved was by Rick Warren. And he said, passion drives perfection. So this one I think is amazing because all lot of us are trying to sharpen our saws and build skills and stay dedicated and committed on something until we reach a certain level. But it's hard. It's hard. Sometimes we fall off path and sometimes we trip and fall and it gets tough. You know, um, Joseph McClendon made another post the other day that was like, you know, the first step isn't always is actually the easiest. It's more the fifth and the sixth and the on and on and on that gets the hardest because you want to quit. And that's a real human thing. Like, we're not going to candy coat it here. But I just want to give you, so if you are struggling, let's go back to the moment where you decided you wanted this or the moment that that inspiration hit. And just sit in that moment. Feel it, hear it, see it, smell it, touch it. Like, just sit in that moment and remind yourself what that felt like. 
and make it a daily practice or build on that moment. You know, maybe looking in hindsight, looking back at it, what was even more perfect at the time that you couldn't see because you were in the moment in the present, right? Where in hindsight, you know, a lot of clarity comes with it. So just really focus on building that energy in those moments. And I know I sound very Courtney and woo-woo on you, but hey, I'm telling you what's worked for me and what I've seen work for a lot of people. And also there's another, if you want more content on this, Tony Robbins has an amazing article. We'll actually link in the description, but it's 10 tips on how to find your passion. And it is, you know, things like shift your perspective, discover what your top human need is, you know, look at what you love. Where do you spend your free time? So a lot of things I've already discussed today, but um, it's a great article. It's worth a good read. Definitely worth 10 minutes. And that is where we're going to leave it today. Be sure to tune in next week with a very special um, episode that Ricardo will be doing that I'm very excited to hear. So tune in on Thursday for that. And be sure to like and share Thank you for tuning in. You can catch all of our episodes at forceforgrowth.com. And always remember to be a force for good, a force for growth, and a force for greatness as well. Oh, honorable mentions. Whoops, almost did that. Okay, next Saturday, two Saturdays out, I think, on October 16th, Saturday, October 16th, 9 to 11 a.m. Central is going to be our Circle of Success meeting virtual which if you've never attended this, you're in for a treat. So you definitely want to look for that link in the description and sign up. That is going to be an amazing, amazing session. So Saturday, October 16th, 9 to 11 Central. And then on November 20th, 2021, we have our Baskets for Good event, which you can learn more. We're going to feed over 500 families for a week in November. And if you would like to learn more or participate or donate anything, uh, we need volunteers. We need it all. So we'd love for you to be a part of the mission. You can visit basketsforgood.org. So thank you for tuning in and make it an absolutely amazing day. 